Alice, welcome to the Hi Alice podcast. I thought today I would try and do live guitar accompaniment to the podcast, um, but I'll try and keep it nice and quiet, so it's just a little background flavour. So I'm recording this on Sunday the 30th of July, and it's been two days since I've had my braces taken off, which is very nice. Um, the only thing is, is that I've got these two, I guess they're like retainer type things. They're just two pieces of wire, uh, one behind my front teeth and one behind my back teeth. And, uh, yeah, so it's not quite completely foreign object free. She didn't actually say when I could have those taken out, but I'm hoping that I've got another appointment next week to go and get my retainer. Um, so I'm hoping that once I've got that permanent retainer, these temporary ones can come off. Because that's sort of slightly dampened my enthusiasm. Uh, the fact that still got foreign objects in my mouth and I can't eat an apple. I was looking forward to eating an apple but there you go it's still been good and um, yeah when I got home from having them off when I don't know about you but sometimes a dentist can be a bit traumatizing is a strong word although I would use traumatizing for when I had my wisdom teeth taken out. Um, got carried away uh, doing what I was doing on guitar then. Yeah, when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I would say that that was traumatic. But, you know, just loads of poking around in your mouth and, and, and whatnot. There was a student nurse in with me uh, for the braces to come off because I guess braces coming off is not as common as just a regular braces appointment. And so they wanted to show her some of that. But she had very nervous energy and that was making me I was like yes empathically picking up on it and it was making me like Ugh. but anyway but so when I got home I was a little bit disappointed um to have these wires on that I didn't know I was gonna have also my orthodontist uh there's bit so so where my back left teeth are there so you've got the first tooth right at the back touch it with my tongue now and then next to that there's a gap and then my next tooth and basically she was like oh we can close that gap but it'll probably take about four months more or you can have your braces off today I was like yeah well how about you pay me two grand to keep these on for four months more let alone close a little gap so I was like no I do not do not care about this little gap so yeah so um I got home anyway from, from having my braces and I was a little bit mixed emotion because I had this extra bit of wire in. So I was a little bit disappointed with that, but I was still pleased to have them off. It was pretty amazing. It, felt, it feels really odd though, because um, to not have all these bits of metal in my mouth anymore. But yeah, it's very nice. But when it really, when the, the joy overtook was when I had my dinner that night and uh, uh, yeah, my, uh, my Kaz was saying that my face was like very expressive while I was eating because it was just like amazing to be able to eat easily without 
food getting stuck and without having to like yeah like you, you just don't know it's that you're not sort of chewing properly or that you can't chew properly so yeah really good to, uh, to have them off it'll be good when I get these extra bits of foreign object out of my mouth and then I'll just have a retainer to contend with but at least that, that can be removed and uh, yeah I mean it's a little bit of a chore isn't it a retainer because you're like oh, haven't I done my time of having foreign objects in my mouth but I don't know if this is true but I would have thought that um, maybe like retainers are more important when you have braces younger and your face and jaw and mouth and everything else is still growing I would have thought anyway but, but I've been wrong about these things in the past but yeah anyway that's sort of the main thing for me uh, that's that's been different so yeah my mouth does feel a bit strange still just running my tongue over my teeth just then and uh, yeah I noticed that because I've been hiding my smile for so long first because I had what I thought were horrible teeth and then uh, and then braces I now uh, I can only sort of smile uh, naturally but if I think about smiling I feel like I look deranged <laughs> like if I just like oh I'm just gonna smile at that person and I like just smiled at a couple of car windows to see what it looked like and I was like oh my god looks I look like a madman but yeah I'll just have to get used to that Apparently I've paid for part of the package included teeth whitening at the end. She was going and going on about that. But <clears throat> I keep changing my mind about whether to have it or not, because I don't think my teeth look too bad in terms of that. I guess there's like a little bit of like you can sort of see a tiny bit of difference maybe of where like the braces were and where, where they weren't. But not really. Like I was very I mean I don't the only thing I drink is water. So I don't drink tea or coffee or red wine or fizzy drinks or anything like that that would stain them because some people get left with big proper stains. And uh, yeah, I haven't got those. I was very careful not to have those. So uh, I don't know. It's just that because she sort of showed me my teeth in the mirror in the dentist office and I don't know, you know, like the really harsh lighting. I feel like it looks, your teeth look worse than they maybe, <laughs> maybe you would sort of notice at any other time but yeah um, very pleased to have them off uh, as I say I've got another appointment next week next Friday to get the retainer I'm just hoping it's not too horrible to wear I think apparently for the first year I've got to wear them 12 hours a day so wear them at night and then find 4 hours during the day also wear them and then it said like nighttime for lifetime but I'm like yeah okay I, I can't see myself wearing them for my entire life 
36. I don't, you know, do I really need to be continuing to wear the braces when I'm, <laughs> sorry, the retainer, when I'm like 55, 60 odd or whatever, so. braces coming off. don't think I really have too much other news or life events, but yeah, I've had one just now that most people have when they're probably about 15, but I've had it at age 36 because I guess I'm something of a late bloomer. So yeah, it's just funny to adjust to, like I've still currently got kind of the same habits of um, the way I'm thinking about food and eating and brushing my teeth and that sort of thing. It still seems like those habits are so deeply embedded that it feels like I keep feeling like I'm doing something wrong or like I'm not doing something because like, for instance, I don't have to put these rubber bands in anymore. And so I keep feeling like, oh, I've forgotten to do it and I'll feel for them. And I'm like, oh, what have I forgotten? But of course, I don't have the braces in, so I haven't. And uh, yeah, this afternoon I'm going to see Oppenheimer. And uh, afterwards I'm going to get the, uh, I'm going to get a pizza, which I, had, I did eat pizza occasionally when I had my braces, but it will just be nice to be out and be able to eat easily, so it'll be the first time I go out for a meal, like thing. Um, it's just at the picture house where I'm seeing the film, they do pizzas. Um, I get 20% off with my membership, quids in. But yeah, just the idea, just the fact that I can, that I've got these options now that I haven't had for just over two years. You know, if I am out, I can get food. I don't have to worry about not not cleaning my teeth immediately so yeah it'll be nice the first time I do another little trip if I do like a little trip to Bristol or wherever to see a concert knowing that I can actually get food without having to worry about cleaning my teeth because yeah if I don't if I'm not staying overnight the last couple of times I've gone to Bristol and then come back the same day I've just had basically like a big breakfast and lunch and then not had any dinner because it was, um, yeah, not good to eat and then not be able to clean teeth properly. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pleased about it. And that's all there is about it really, but yeah. How are you doing, Alice? I hope you're doing all right. I hope um, everything's going all right with uh, Edmund, the kitty cat. Mars is enjoying having the kitty cat. Mars will be on uh, 
What's 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 Mars's school situation at this age? Is he in first school now or whatever the equivalent word is? And therefore is he now on his summer holidays? I can't remember the age. The ages of that long ago. Oh, I'll tell you something funny that I wanted to tell you about. Um, Kaz at her work, she works for Age UK, which is a, a charity which I'm sure you can work out. And she does, uh, she's like a uh, like an outreach coordinator, so people like get in contact with Age UK. Some people get like referred via the NHS. And then Kaz like helps them find things that are going on in the local community. So, you know, coffee mornings, ukulele clubs, all sorts of things to try and get people, you know, because loneliness is so detrimental to health that it actually gets, you know, recommended by the NHS and then yeah, Age UK as part of their charity. But they're um they're affiliated with the local museum here, the Royal... What's it called? The, oh, something to do with Albert. Royal... Is it someone? Albert Memorial Museum? Something like that. Anyway. So, and Kaz has, uh, like, a hot desk in the museum building. And then a hot desk somewhere else nearby and a few other hot desks. But, but yeah, what? but she gets privy to some... She gets taken on like tours of the museum and is privy to some of like the museum information, which is cool. But one of the things she showed me was basically the museum had this uh, internal kind of pamphlet about their target audience, essentially. And one of the main target audiences was this thing called, and I'd be really interested to know whether this is something that you know about via the work you do. But it was like someone called like a metrocultural, and I'd never heard this term, so I'm guessing it's like an insider, PR, not PR, but like yeah, like an insider advertising term. And then it went on to describe a metrocultural, and it was like I can't remember what the age was, but let's say like I don't know, twenty six to forty or something like that. Someone basically it might have even been towards the later scale. But it was like someone right in my age range. And then it was like, defines themselves via like the art that they, in, you know, consume. And I was like, oh yeah. Basically, it just it just had all of these descriptions that were just like, where it just like had me nailed. It's like, yes. And it's like, this person enjoys the arts and literature and this and that. And I was like, yes, that's me. What of it? Um... And yeah, it was just really making me laugh that it had just, this thing was just like really nailing me down. <laughs> and it was like, yes, well, I do enjoy going to the museum. <laughs> but the funniest thing to me was they had this bit at the end that was like, what are the concerns of these people when thinking about going to a museum? <laughs> and it was like, the top one was like being talked to. <laughs> Like, someone will talk to them. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that is a concern. Not just going to a museum, 
but at all times that someone may talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, that just really made me laugh. And then it was just like, other concerns. Children might be there. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm that concerned about that, but... So yeah, I'd just be interested to know whether that's like a, a well-known thing, a metro-cultural. I almost I started talking to the rhythm that I'm currently playing then, because I can't help it. that I liked who uh, he came out with a guitar and he was like uh, okay what do you want to hear he's like little blues and then he's like he's like okay what else <laughs> uh, which I guess isn't that hilarious but I found it quite funny <laughs> yes but I'll leave you there, Alice. Um, I'm hoping that uh, this will sound alright. I'm just using the laptop mic. I'd quite like to get myself a um, like a decent uh, dictaphone recorder to do these podcasts, but also to um, have something to quickly get down any musical ideas, as sporadic as they are. Uh, but you know, when you start researching a project, uh, not a project, a product. And then you're just like, oh god, there's so many choices. And then you start reading reviews, and you're like, da, 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 and you just, well, this one has this, but then it has that. And but, but, of course, compared to this one, it's amateur hour. And you're like, oh god, well, which one shall I have? And you end up just like, not even wanting to buy any of them because you're just like, well, whatever I do, it seems like I'm going to make the wrong choice. Um, but yeah, I might, I might get my hands on one because uh, it'd be quite nice to be able to do. Um, like podcasts on the move and that, and that sort of thing. But yeah, hopefully it sounded okay with the little guitar noodling in the background. And uh, yeah, I hope you're doing all right. This podcast finds you well. And I will speak to you very soon. Thank you. Good night. Much love.